All right, hello and welcome to the Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are back with an instant reaction, our review of WWE Crown Jewel 2023. It was a huge, huge card, and it is one that I think overall did deliver. Uh, we saw some mm. big, big moments, uh, some highlight reel footage uh, to be played uh, throughout the next few weeks, I'm sure, and there are some big stories coming out of it overall. So what we'll do is we'll run the intro, and we'll be back talking all about Crown Jewel right after this. Welcome to the Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Channel. On this channel, we bring you some great content from inside and outside of the squared circle. We will go through and offer some in-depth analysis of the biggest events of the year, as well as bringing you exclusive interviews with some of the industry's biggest names. There will also be live show reviews, in-depth features, and podcasts. So make sure you give that subscribe button a slam so you don't miss any of the action. Right, it's been a big, big day slash night of action. We've been streaming for quite a few hours. If you've been with us all day, I thank you so much uh, for returning now as well. Uh, Of course, we started out on our YouTube channel today with our build-up show at 3 o'clock UK time. Then we went into the watch-along, going into 5 o'clock when the show started. And of course, now we are back with our instant reaction review as well. My name is Scott. I'm joined by my favourite luchador again, Rob. And uh, yeah, we're here to just break down all the big stories to come out of the event. Of course, we have reacted to these things on camera already with our uh, watch along. But we had a little uh, time, a bit of a breather, you know, we've calmed down a little bit. The matches are over and now we're going to kind of attack them from a different angle and essentially just talk about some of our favourite parts uh, from tonight's show and uh, maybe some of the issues with it as well and and kind of concerns going forward because this is kind of a, a show that's got a lot of stories coming out of it that I do think you know, will affect uh, not only Raw and SmackDown, but maybe Survivor Series coming up as well. So overall, Rob, what's your thoughts on the show? It was really good, man. Um, a lot of positivity to come out of it. There was a few things that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. Um, like little things. But other than that, like it was solid PLE. Um, probably the one of the best Saudi PLEs that we've had ever. Do you think? Yeah. Um, I would say so. Uh, there was a few moments where it was a bit up and down, um, but obviously we'll get on the get in the matches, but we'll get on to it as we go through. Yeah. But other than that, man, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I think the only thing I'd say is that it's, it's weird saying this, but some things felt just predictable that like most of the show and the things that were kind of surprising also were quite predictable, like Logan Paul winning, for example. But then at the same time, getting a return of uh, Kyrie Sane was was huge because no one saw that coming except for Sludge Sports, who, of course, was with us on the watch-along and randomly said it like five minutes before it happened. Absolutely incredible. And he's back with us here. I see your comment there, mate. Thank you very much for joining us again. Um, but, yeah, it was um, quite a, a funny one. So go back and watch that clip uh, if you haven't seen it already. But... Let's break it down, Rob. Match by match, we're going to start at the very beginning. Well, before the beginning, we're going to start with the match that was on the kickoff show. Of course, only announced mm. a few days ago, Sami Zayn versus JD McDonough. And um, quite an interesting one, of course, to be on the kickoff. Uh, a fantastic match by all accounts. I've only seen bits of it myself, uh, but you saw the whole thing. You were running it down live on the build-up show. Uh, so I'll kind of lead over to you to, to give most of the analysis for this one. Yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. Um, there was, I think the big things to come out of it were it was the monkey flip that kind of looked a little, I don't yeah. know how, how it was real, supposed to look. Real rough. Yeah, because um, JD hit his neck on the rope 
Um, and then something, I don't know what happened to JD, but he got like a, um, yeah, he's got like a, like a Bernie sort of thing on his arm. Like, I don't yeah. know if it was like rope burn or like, um, from the mat or something like a carpet burn or something like that. Long lines. Mm. Um, but the, the match itself was really good. I really couldn't tell who was going to win. It was really hard to call. Um, you know, threatening the entire thing until basically Sammy hit his halluva kick after yeah. he hit that and he hit the blue thunder bomb. It was over. Like we knew it was over. But yeah, I'm I'm in two minds about it. Like I really I do think it was really good, the match itself. Mm. My irritation is two things. One, you finally get a show on a kickoff, and it's really good that it should be on the main show. It's too That's good. The yeah. And then the other thing yeah. is uh, JD should have gone over. Yeah, like see, that was the thing you. we were saying going into it. But I think being on the pre-show, as I said, when we were doing our predictions on our build-up show, is that if it was on the main card, that maybe is more the case. Whereas this was on the pre-show, and it was surely just about getting Sammy out there in front of the fans and kind of getting the, the, the night, you know, starting with a bit of a buzz. And I think that's exactly what did happen. That was my fear as far as my own predictions went. Because uh, I went for JD, you went for JD, but Lucas and Dan... Uh, correctly predicted Sami Zayn to come out with a victory. And again, I could see both sides of it, but I think it kind of should have been JD overall. Um, but I understand why it wasn't. If it was on the main card, I think it would have been more of a problem in my eyes because JD needs to do something and get the win or, you know, sooner or later. Um, quickly go to a comment here from Sludge Sports as well. So did you have that ring footage? So basically on the watch along, uh, Rob had a takeaway delivered and he completely forgot that he was wearing the mask and... <laughs> and answered the door uh, we think we haven't got it yet sludge but we think there might be footage of it if we could get uh, some we'll, check. We'll, we'll try and use it uh, yeah. but if not uh yeah it was a funny clip on the watch along anyway right we come out of the pre-show and our build up once again thank you to everyone that joined us on that live uh, and then we go into the main show which of course we did uh, with a watch along so if you want to ever re-watch this show and you didn't watch uh, the watch along uh, you've got a second chance there for you it will be on demand on this very channel. Now, let's go into the first match we see, and it is Seth freaking Rollins defending his World Heavyweight Championship against Drew McIntyre. And we most of the speculation around this match has been around whether or not Drew is fully turning heel. And I do think there's still room for that. And the whole Broken Dreams thing, we talked about the possibility of him entering as this Drew and leaving as the Broken Dreams Drew with the theme song if he won the title. Um, it wasn't to be, and I thought, well, then if not, he needs to kind of destroy Seth and really heal it up. He kind of acted a bit like a heel in the sense that he took advantage of Seth's injury. Um, but other than that, him walking out the ring was a bit of a disappointment for me. But I think it was to kind of make way for the kind of swerve that we got at the end of Priest acting like he's going to cash in, but then uh, not being able to. Another interesting yeah. note of this, uh, of course, well, Sami Zayn uh, you know, steals the briefcase and runs off with it. Another interesting note is the Rhea Ripley uh, moment we got backstage. Uh, kind of yeah. looking at Drew as if to say, I told you so. And, uh, you know, maybe flirting with the idea that Drew could be maybe joining the Judgment Day. Uh, but anyway, let's go back to the match itself. Really enjoyable uh, from my part. I know this was, you know, we'd had this opener we mentioned already, but as far as officially opening the show, uh, this was a great start to the show as well. Just jumping on the predictions for this. So uh, Drew McIntyre was picked by yourself and uh, Lucas. And me and Dan are the ones that went for Seth Rollins. I'm glad at least I got a point that time. But overall thoughts on this match, mate? Yeah, it was good. I think, again, it was another one of those things where I get you're trying to put Seth over, 
But at some point, how long does Seth have to be this Super Saiyan wrestler? Mm. Defeating this back problem before he gets pinned. Like, yeah. you had Nakamura, a prime a prime person to, like, take the title. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. You've then got Drew, another perfect candidate to take this title, and you haven't pulled a trigger. Yeah. So at what point do you now... Who's next? Like, I think it's I mean? because it's not over. I still think Drew's going to really heal it up and... Uh, broken dreams and all this kind of stuff. And I think Drew's going to do it to Survivor Series. That was kind of my prediction going into this anyway. But I could have seen a scenario where it happened today. Um, it didn't. So I hope that is the case because I think Drew should have that title. Um, Lucas is with us uh, on the DKW account. Says, fantastic opener. Uh, odd result, though. Yeah, I think uh, we're all in kind of agreement here. Of, like, it was a great match. But maybe... Drew should have been the one to, to leave with the title. But I'm I'm kind of optimistic. It's not because this feud is over and like Rob says, we're going to go into, well, what next? But instead it's because uh, we're really going to ramp up this kind of uh, changing character to Drew, which is affected by um, losing this match. But again, you maybe would have seen more of that at the end of the match. And I would have liked to have seen that. So maybe that worries me that that's not the case. But that could have just simply been to kind of get out of the way of the uh, Sammy, Sammy Zayn and uh, Damian Priest situation. And... Mm. Again, teasing whatever that was with um, with uh, Rhea Ripley backstage. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't get that backstage thing either. I mean, the only thing that we said that we could think of would be Finn goes and uh, Drew takes his place. But yeah, if it isn't that, then maybe JD McDonough goes and Drew takes the place. Maybe. Uh, I mean, there's a scenario where Drew comes in and wins the world title and then Damien's got you know and they've got even more gold around them and, and Damien's got the, the briefcase and, and whatever else um, Lucas makes a good point here Survivor Series is war games though if Drew wins there it'll be overshadowed yeah because I mean that is the thing because Survivor Series you'd imagine uh, Roman's not going to wrestle in that or at least for the title and maybe it'll be a bloodline thing again um, but surely it is a judgment day war games because they are the big stable at the moment so um so maybe against Drew and, yeah it's a bit I don't, I don't, well cody, cody Jay, 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 Sammy, like that, you know and it'd be, Jay, classic, it'd be cool if they even dress up in the war paint and all that kind of stuff as well but um <clears throat> yeah i'm actually looking forward to it i know lucas ain't a big fan of uh war games but uh i'm, I'm optimistic for for what it could bring um we talked a moment ago about rhea ripley let's move into that match as well um Rhea, of course, um, odds against her, essentially, when you have these multi-person matches. Uh, on the build-up show, we have Lucas's predictions on that, where he was basically saying, you know, sometimes this is an opportunity to get away with, you know, taking the title off the champ without kind of directly making him uh, take the loss, uh, take the pin at least. And um, I started to worry that that was going to be the case. It wasn't the case. Um, and uh, Rhea looked incredible in this because that, that finish, I mean, again, go back and watch yeah. our reactions on the watch along, where, of course, we're just going to kind of briefly have an overview of the matches here. But if you go back to our review, uh, our kind of instant kind of uh, take on it as it was happening, you'll see just how impressed we were with that final um, kind of moment where Rhea Ripley, of course, hits the riptide from the top rope uh, to break up a pin and then steals the pin for herself. Absolutely phenomenal ending to this match. Yeah, no, I agree. That's, um, I think that's prime... Uh, it's like a prime hill move, you know, like you do what you can, you put on a good show. Um, and then obviously you just steal it at the end. There's something like the Miz would do back in like 2015, kind of that, that yeah. kind of era. It's like a perfect, 
you know, it's it's a hill. It's a hill, perfect hill move. And I yeah. really enjoyed it. The finish was good. And you know what? I think the match was good as well. Overall, it... Yeah, it started out very sloppy. Um, but it, I think it really did pick up. And all, everyone performed quite well in it. I thought it was a really good showing. Um, Lucas says uh, this is probably his best match since winning the belt. Only took seven months. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, we kind of covered it in depth on, on the build-up as well, kind of touching on your kind of original point, Lucas, that hasn't been the greatest run. But I think that's, the, again, been the issue all along with this, that Rhea, um, in my opinion was popular because of the Judgment Day, not because they were working the women's division, which is why I was very much against the idea of winning the Rumble. Any other year, I would have been for it. I'm a big fan of Rhea Ripley. And at the moment, I do think it's working out of her having the title, but I feel like it's more of a prop for the Judgment Day than it is a, you know, in, in the image of them having the titles than it is for the actual division. And I think that's been the case for, for a while, which is a shame, but, you know, matches like this will kind of put the focus back on, no, she isn't just a member of the Judgment Day, or in my opinion, maybe even the leader, but she is also, you know, an individual solo wrestler who is kind of doing her own thing out there as well. And I think it really did kind of put a stamp on that. And uh, yeah, as you said, Rob, it was a, it was a really enjoyable match. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, I said, I think the, the main talking point there is the finish. Um, but then I think if that finish hadn't have happened, the way it went, we could be looking at Raquel as the new champion because she was, the ref wasn't moving for that. It was going to be a free count. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, a nice little steal there from uh, Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That makes her look strong as well. You know, she kind of was unfortunate to be on the end of that. And um, yeah. uh, using, it was Zoe Stark that uh, it was, the move was done on, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it was a, a very smart way of doing it. And of course, yeah, like I say, kind of protects Raquel as well because I do think they see her as like, the next thing, but as I said earlier on on the stream, I think she should be winning it in a one-on-one match, and I don't think it should be anytime soon, if I'm honest. Um, um, Lucas says her entrance took up half the show, though. Yeah, that was a long entrance, weren't it? It was a very long entrance. Yeah. Uh, didn't fully get what it was, but as I said on the watch-along, I do like the fact that we've come from women can't be on the show to a woman who gets one of the you know, a big entrance, even if it was a bit of a confusing one. And also an entrance where it was basically men kind of treating her like a big deal. You know, it was, you know, you don't, you ain't going to get that often. So um, that, that was quite interesting. You know, the kind of turnaround there as well. <laughs> Lucas says that world games were mean an early night for him. Come on, <laughs> Lucas, don't be that harsh. Some of them are, are um, really enjoyable. You got to be honest. Some of them have been great. I know some can be a bit, but we'll see. You got to give it a chance. Um, any other thing to, to note on this this match here? Again, the entrance was fantastic. And, and I really yeah. do like the point, again, that a woman got a big entrance in it. And it was men that were kind of like giving her that entrance. Mm. Um, no, I mean, we, I feel like we kind of covered what we needed to. Um, I just, I, where do we go from here? I think that's my next question. Who's So if, all the, if she overcome all the women yeah. in that match, the other four, She's now victorious. She's got that big moment. Um, where does the feud go? Like, do you know, like yeah, who's there's next? no like direct challenger, is there? Like, no, because it didn't tell. feel like um, it set something up. Maybe the Stark thing, because obviously yeah. got the riptide done to her. But but it's it. almost like a distraction, isn't it? Like she's busy in the judgment that she can't be losing her title. You know, yeah. so whoever it is would have to kind of fall to her anyway. So yeah, it's a it's a bit of a tough one. Um, 
I, again, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I do feel like it's more of a prop for the Judgment Day than it is a new championship or rebranded championship that's kind of getting a, a real kind of focus. It's good for Rhea, but um, I'm not sure how good it is for the division. But then again, there was no one in that match that was like, they need it, they deserve it. This is where, like, If any of them took it and they took the title away from Rhea, I don't think what they'd be doing would be kind of captivating just, yeah. just no, yet I anyway. Agree. So um, uh, Shayna apparently said, uh, well, sorry, Lucas says that Shayna looked very strong but just didn't think they're ever going to pull the trigger on her. That's it. Yeah. I mean, every time she's in a, a big kind of a match, it's just about like the, the only, I never believe it anymore. It's only like, well, if they decide to push it like this, then if they do the old Shayna, like, but how many times can we say that? Do you know what I mean? Her best spell again, I said it on the watch along was her, her match, uh, her, her thing with Ronda, which ended way too soon anyway. Um, now, also says they're just trending water until Becky versus Rhea. That's that's a possibility, actually. I think it, it probably is about getting that big match in a few months' time because I don't see it happening at uh, War Games. That's five six. But then again, will Becky? Will so Rhea be in the War Games? That'd be fantastic. Even if there's not a woman on the other side, I think it'd be great to see a Rhea in the War Games match. You know, if, yeah. even if it's you know with the rest of the Judgment Day against just men. Um, that would be pretty cool as well. But again, doesn't do much for a title. But it seems that these days, uh, those kind of titles, singles titles take a backseat at War Games events anyway, whether that be the NXT um, version or the Survivor Series version yeah. uh, as well. Um, but uh, another one year reign, says Lucas. Yeah, I don't know. But what, what else do we want for that title at the moment? So I don't know. Um, right, let's get into the next match that wasn't actually for a title, but it was kind of still for something. I guess some sort of pride uh, in uh, John Cena or Solo Sokoa. And Solo Sokoa does come out on top. It's exactly what we thought it would be, exactly what I think we hoped it would be. Um, let me just double check our predictions. Uh, where is it? Yeah, Solo. I think we've all gone for Solo. I think we all said Solo, right? Yeah, and like, it's the right move. Um, I did think, like, the ending was cool once it ended. Halfway through the mm. 15,000 Samoan spikes, I was getting a bit bored of them. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. Man. I liked the visual of it, and like, especially the last one, how he kind of just propped him up and did it. Um, but yeah, I think it was the right call. Again, as, as we said earlier on, this is all about, I think we've all kind of seen this as the big point of this return for Cena was surely to put over Solo. It just felt like the right was on the wall since he come back. And now we've done it. So this could be it now. We even talked about on a watch along, could we see him take off his uh, wristbands and leave him in the ring, kind of flirt with retirement and obviously come back in six months time or something like that. But um, they're really playing up to this. John Cena hasn't won a match in ages uh, situation. So uh, where do you think we go with that? Is Cena going away now uh and what do you think happens next with him whether or not he does go away or you know returns uh i i really don't know man i mean in my opinion what they should have done was what we were saying about cena shouldn't have walked out on his own it should have been stretched out um, yeah. and then if he does come back for rumble um put solo in the rumble let him kind of throw a couple bodies out out comes cena, cena throws cool. him back over yeah Throw, throws him out the rope uh over the ropes and then Get the mania or something you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I would have booked that because then yeah. that way both of them are busy, you know. But then um, I think the issue with that is like Cena didn't look like he was wronged, where he can come back and say I'm coming for you, and Solo's like, oh no, oh no. Like as far if you're Solo, like in character, you're thinking big deal, I badger. You know, like he, he literally battered Cena. So there wouldn't really be that same kind of, obviously the hype would be there because it's Cena returning or whatever else. This is if he does go away. But there wouldn't be that kind of same like, 
oh my gosh, he's seen a ghost, he's back, you know, like it would be, oh, you're the guy I batted the other week. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. that that would be kind of odd as well. Uh, Luke says they should have just been one spike. It's weak and move doing so many. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think but that's why I'm in two minds about. Halfway through, I was like, why does it need to be so many? But then on the last one, I was like, oh, it's quite impactful the way they did it. But yeah, I, I'm kind of split on that one. How, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I agree to an extent. I feel like it, if Solo was in this position where kind of, let's say like the Baron Corbin at the end of days, like it, it was never kicked out of. Yeah. And one and done would have been enough. But I think the story was the promo was Cena said he needs to tape up. Uh, Solo needs to tape up his thumb real tight because mm. the only places he's going is up his backside. Right. I yeah. feel like they mentioned the spike and he had already done some damage. Solo wanted to do more damage. Yeah. So, Yes, maybe one would have been enough, but by doing repetitive, he, uh, he done seven yeah. at the end. Yeah, it wasn't that he, he need. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't that yeah. he needed to do that many. It was that like he kind of just wanted to. Like it, it I think know, it was it, important. Like, yeah, I think it's hard because there's a move that is devastating. Is it like that would hurt? But it also doesn't. Some ways doesn't look that powerful if that makes sense because it's not like a big like not like a power bomb or anything like that, you know. So whereas if someone did, let's say. Um, I don't know, a Claymore. If Drew did seven Claymores, this the narrative would be, oh my goodness, like he it just won't stop. Like he's just how, barren, yeah, like, like Drew. How is he getting up? But yeah. that's because he's an established wrestler. Where Solo's still quite new in this. So it kind of felt more like, yeah, that risk of oh it's not enough. Like he can't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, how dare you keep going? It was more like it felt a little bit like, oh no, is this how many he needs to do to put him away? Which you know, is a risk with a newer wrestler and kind of like, not a new move, obviously it's been done plenty of times before and done by Omarka yeah. as well, but um, it weren't as kind of clear, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, to a degree. I do agree, I do agree. Um, but then, how do you put him over? Because if you do one and you think, oh, wow, the Samoa Spike is, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a, if you, if you just done the one and then Cena, and he, he pinned Cena and that was it, yeah, okay, so he's done one. So is that yeah. impactful? So if the next person is someone with spikes and they kick out, is it impactful or is it not? Like, mm. it, there's not a narrative there. So I think that's why, I mean, the only thing he could have done, maybe done one or two, like he did, Yeah, pinned him, and then after the match, then done more, more of them after to yeah. add insult to injury. Maybe that would have been the only other way to kind of correct that. Because yeah. then that way, he's already got the win. And then he done more for insult. For yeah, him. and then you can play into the whole again, like oh, you've gone too far. And then if Cena does go away and come back, it can be this kind of, you know, I'm coming. You know, you were out of line. You know, not not very yeah. sportsman like, you know, sort of thing. So, um, but there we go. A good match overall. It started about uh, started out a bit slow, but I think the right mm-hmm. decision with who went over. And uh, hey, it's a talking point at the end of that match anyway. So there we go. I mean, there were some good match times as well. You know. As in, like, um, people got a good amount of uh... a good amount of time. Yeah, as yeah. I was saying, like the uh, the lowest one, uh, I just said it before we come on air. The lowest one was the was the five way uh, women's match. That's um, mad, especially for a match that had five people in it. That was eleven minutes. Oh, sorry, the yeah. lowest one was Sami Zayn and JBD and Madonna, but that was on the pre show. On the pre show, yeah. Other yeah. than that, um, Cody's and Damian Priests and the five way match. Mm. All 11 minutes, five seconds. Both 11 minutes, five seconds. Oh. Everything else, over 15 minutes. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it was uh, quite a stacked show. Like I said, it was a, it was a huge card. 
um well just about three and a half hours long as well so um yeah, yeah they, they did pretty good timing wise um and again handy for us over here in the uk getting to watch it at a reasonable time which again why is why we did our watch along uh stream earlier today as well um let's move into the next match though we've got Rey mysterio of course was defending his us title against logan paul and for me probably the best thing that happened on the night was logan paul winning the championship um if you're new here you, you might think crazy what? to say yeah, that isn't it but I don't know. Like uh, we were saying it on the watch along, the build up. We've been saying it on other streams over the past few months as well. And even going back to last year, as we mentioned earlier on, that when it was Roman Reigns defending the WWE title, it felt like, oh no, this would be bad for the WWE title. But at the same time, I could understand where they'd come from if they was to pull the trigger and give him the belt. We mentioned it a few times already, but just to kind of recap, that title being on kind of you know his ring walk to his next boxing match, or you know the background of the Impulsive podcast, or on a red carpet event, or something like that is huge it's going to do wonders for a title that let's be honest isn't that important these days and yeah. we kept saying surely ray is the champion purely to give it to logan i think him calling ray out after his fight i think him uh kind of wrestling with someone of that style and who where many laps fans are going to go ray mysterio is he still going is he like let's see what happens with him roman race i really do think that would have got a lot of eyes on the product tonight as yeah. well and i do think it was a a very good idea to do it. Slide Sports agree. He said, yes, my favourite match. <laughs> of yeah. course, uh, we found out on our watch along that Sludge isn't a big fan of Ray Mysterio. So, of course, he's happy that Ray lost the title. I do think that Ray was just purely a transitional champion. At first, it felt like it was mm. safe to do Santos Escobar. And to be honest, Rob, that could still be where we're going. Santos didn't come out in an LWO shirt. So, I thought, mm, this is the moment. But instead, he messes up one of uh, Logan's members of his entourage leaves uh you know gives him the the brass knuckles uh yeah. and they end up flying he tries to give them back santos kind of prevents that but stupidly leaves him on the side for logan to pick up and use now will this come up as an issue now and a, a rift in the lwo or do you think they're just going to conveniently forget all about it uh i think it'll be mentioned yeah but i think with ray being the big baby face character that he is he can't press it too much can he no nah. No, um, but then he pressed it against Logan, but then yeah, Logan done it. I like that as well. We again we mentioned earlier on, but him being like, you know what you did? Like I really like that feeling, like unjust, being like, come on, you can't really celebrate like this. And Logan trying to ignore it and pretty much being like, you're great, man, you're great. <laughs> you know, kind of. Yeah. Really... Logan says like, I've done what I had to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, that's it. Again, it's it's a different narrative to ha. Huh, I beat you. Like, yeah. Logan said he wanted that title. So showing yeah. that he was going to do that with the brass knuckles. Whatever it took, yeah. But I think I do... I, I think... Go ahead. I was going to say, what, what annoyed me, and I'm not moaning about the finish, the finish was great, but it didn't need that finish. Like, maybe he could have pulled the brass knuckles out from behind, under the ring or something yeah. like that. He could have gotten them from somewhere. But I don't think he needed like a stooge to kind of bring him in and like bear. Maybe, off. yeah. But then again, you do if you want that visual of him being chased off. And the idea that Santos has kind of accidentally not helped and, and made this situation yeah, worse. I feel like it does. Um, it, the way they're so, set up for something else. I think they've planted the seeds again because of the character that Ray has. He can't really press it, like you said. But maybe what he can do is press it a little bit, which they've done before with the LWO. Um, you know, when there was that kind of a little bit of a rift about him taking his shot and stuff like that. And then it's dropped so that when Santos finally does turn, they can show in a promo package the several little times that there was a rift between them. And then it finally yeah. blows up, not because of Ray pushing him, but because Santos 
doing it and kind of saying, oh, Ray pushed me. But the rest, the audience won't feel like Ray's been nagging, you know? So it yeah, might be yeah. a kind of clever way to do that as well. But overall, a really good match. I, I missed the start of it, uh, but you were covering it, holding it down on the watch along. And um, mm. when I got back, you filled me in and I, I saw when it was really starting to pick up as well. We mentioned how these guys should work quite well together and they did. I think the execution of the uh, the final couple of moments uh, was quite fun and was quite well done as well. And uh, overall, again, good match and the right decision for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the one thing that we didn't mention, though, uh, there's a couple of things. How good is Logan in the ring, firstly? Man, that, that guy, yeah, he's getting better and better and better. Love to see him. I know it ain't going to happen, but I'd love to see him full-time. Yeah. Um, you know, or a bit more often. Maybe with the title, he may do that now. We might um, have to, yeah. Going to have to check out uh, Impulsive to... Uh, See that see title he's got kind the of title. just floating yeah. in the background, obviously it's gonna happen. Um but the two things, the one was the um the moonsault fall away slam. Beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Um Amazing. and then the other thing the other thing would have been Ray doing the uh the moonsault, Logan. I don't know if they were both out or kind of both of them seem to be out of sync. Yeah. Um but Logan caught him and saved and they it. picked him up and it saved him and then mm. done the um like the spine buster or whatever yeah. it was or scoop slam um man two like... very risky spots you know again yeah. i mentioned earlier on with the, with the moonsault one uh from logan his feet could he did it from the second ropes his feet could have touched yeah. the t- they could have both spiked on their heads it would have been nasty and to his credit saved that situation whether or not he was to to blame maybe not being close enough or whether it might have been or ray couldn't reach him maybe it was a mixture of the two but it looked like you know logan did go lower to catch ray and then countered it to in, protect him uh, yeah to protect him and then the counted it kind of add to the story in a fantastic way and again we mentioned this logan's had a few kind of near misses lately and they've all worked out well and it's you know credit to him but i guess uh at the same time the other side of that you've got to say well let's be careful with some of the things well, if any of those things went wrong it would have been disastrous yeah definitely i think the thing is though when you're doing them sort of moves it's called high risk for a reason yeah and that's 100%. you know i mean i think the only other thing we could have complained about but it kind of worked was the uh the buckshot lariat that he done if yeah, that's what they're of... calling it because i don't mm. know if, obviously, that's Hangman Page's name for it. I don't know if they're going to call it something else over here. Um, but he'd done it, but he dropped himself down a little bit. But then he yeah. kind of used that as leverage to spring himself like spring into like a, Yeah. Which is great. But my only thing is, again, it, it comes back to the... When we were talking about the Grayson Waller thing, when he does his DDC, he's got to go out in the ring to come back in the ring. Mm. That should be a move that Logan hits when, say, for example, he's been knocked down. Well, they've both been knocked down. Roman rolls out of the ring, pulls himself up by the ropes. When the other Logan, you mean, not up, Roman. <laughs> did I say Roman? Yeah. Oh, right. Logan, We're not there yeah. yet, Rob. We'll get to that match. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So he'd roll out, then get up, then do the buckshot lariat. So it's, yeah. it's a feeded move. So it, it feeds off of the last thing. Both yeah. of them are down. That's the only time I would place that somewhere different, as not as a, a setup for something else. Yeah, no, I get yeah, um, but yeah, overall uh, a really good match. Uh, I don't know if it was here, but you just reminded me of it. Um, we did have Grayson Waller coming out trying to take over Miz TV. It does seem that Miz is uh, becoming more of a baby face baby. now, uh, and you also missed it, I think, because you were off air at the time. But they announced a four way for the IC title on Raw, and the Miz does feature in that as well. So uh, you mentioned earlier on in the stream that it looked like Miz might be going towards a stream with Gunther, a stream, a feud with Gunther. And uh, that could be what kind of uh, sets the ball rolling for that one. Um, but yeah, Grayson Waller. Yeah, like cool. By the way. Um, Go ahead. Something to do with, he's, 
I don't want to give uh, the the wrong thing. So I'll come back to it. I'm just searching it up now. Okay. Um, we'll roll on to the next one, and I'll I'll feed it back in in a second. All right. Uh, oh, hold on. Saying that, I've just had a little look on uh, X, and this is very interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can't leave the United States for six months, yeah? No, I'm not talking about Gunther anymore. Oh. That's, that's cool as well. Okay. okay. That's cool to know. Uh, that's strange. Didn't know if that's the case. Uh, why, why is that then? I'll get to what I was going to say. Uh, now. So he says, Gunther can't leave the United States for the next six months due to a residency regulations. Wow, who's so, uh, who's reporting that? It's being reported everywhere. Okay, so that would put him out of elimination chamber. Um, yeah, it would make sense why he went on this show. Where was Farsley? That was in America, so he could have been on that. To be fair, uh, but okay, that'd be interesting to see uh, how that uh, unfolds. What it well. does make me think, though, he's he'll be around for um, for what, Bash at Berlin in August. Passing Berlin, yeah, yeah. So that could be, yeah. Because okay. he's saying, um, he says on the plus side, he says being home in the United States would give him more time with his wife. He's only see, saw her for six days in October. Fair enough, fair so, enough. All right. Um, okay. So I'm having some technical issues. Hold on one second. Just trying to make sure we're you said all said you see something on X. And, oh, for, there we go. Yeah, I was, uh, my, yeah. my computer started to lag there. I'm trying to share it for those uh, on, the, on the video stream here as well. Have a look at this tweet um, from none other than Will Ospreay. So we've got the WWE posting that crown of freaking jewel. WWE Rollins defeats Drew McIntyre to retain the World Heavyweight Championship of Grand Crown Jewel and still with a graphic and Will Ospreay has put the eyes emoji. And then beyond that, there's a reply from Rollins saying the water is warm, which I assume is Ooh. basically saying jump in. Um, wow. Big, big kind of news there if this is kind of leading um, towards Will Ospreay arriving in the WWE. Do you want my initial thoughts? Go ahead. Look, I'm I'm not against it. I'm I'm yeah. really, really not against it. I think it'd be a good move for Osprey to go there, get his bag because he's earned it. You'll yeah. get a big a big pay. But I don't think we'll get the Osprey that we know and like now in WWE. I think I think we'll get elements of it, like Ricochet. You know, he's a great example. I think he'll be more like... But that. is he willing to step down from what he normally does? I, I mean, think so, because he... he needs to... Yeah, he's changing his style over the past few years anyway. And he's, you know, it's no yep. secret that he, he knows he needs to slow down and, and kind of prolong his career and be healthier. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I, I am surprised that they're so... openly flirting with this on Twitter at the moment. And we've had moments in the past where Seth and Osprey have gone at each other before. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. to bring it up now, but then Osprey coming in as a heel, I don't know about that. I mean, he is like he's been playing a heel the past few years anyway. Um, but that would be really cool. And you I know, know what? If it happens, do it. Like he, you know, we talked about the world title being given to someone new. That's someone very that, new, someone who hasn't had the title, hasn't even been in the company. So if he come in and won the World Heavyweight Championship from Seth Rollins, man, that would be great. I mean, the only thing I think, yes, I like the idea. It's a great move. But Impact becoming TNA again um, in January, yeah, uh, uh, hard to kill. 
I mean, Osprey's got a chance there, man. Like he, he's loved it. He cut a promo. He was saying, um, I don't know if you see the promo. He was saying um, the rumors are out. Everyone knows I need to address the rumors. Mm. And then he goes on to say, I finally finished my kitchen, obviously to get a, <laughs> a pop from the crowd. Yeah. Um, but man, Ricochet, uh, um, like Ricochet was good in WWE for what he does, yeah. but he's watered down. I don't think Osprey's going to enjoy that being watered down. But him being able to go to TNA, which is the thing, he was a TNA kid. He said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So him going to TNA and becoming the new face of TNA, yeah, it's like it's written on a wall for him. That's it. Yeah, I mean, we talked I about just... this the other day, didn't we? We said, um, you know, how going to TNA could be the answer long term, but maybe you know to build a division around him. But I, like you said earlier, man, get that bag, go to WWE, do your WrestleMania payday, and and you know he's in a position where I, I think he could do that. You know, yeah. Um, so uh, Lucas says uh, he thinks it's, uh, Will Ospreay's teasing uh, and that he thinks uh, AEW is pretty much a lock-in now. But if WWE is calling for work, uh, doubt he'll be returning Impact's calls. Um, I do think it could be a mixture of the two. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to know what others out there think about uh, Will Ospreay. So let us know in the comments as well. Um, and the other day, I mentioned it just a moment ago, we have gone in depth on Ospreay's future. So um Go check out our podcast from uh, just over a week ago now where we talked in depth about all of his options, really, uh, going to AW, going to TNA, going to WWE. So uh, go and have a look at that uh, if you haven't already. Let's get back, though, to Cat Crown Jewel Talk here and uh, we'll move into the next match, uh, which was another title match uh, between EO Sky defending against Bianca Belair. Now, my big fear going into this one, Rob, of course, was that Bianca was just going to win title back straight away, just like what happened against her with Becky Lynch. I really weren't up for that. I think her going away was good to kind of keep things fresh. Again, this isn't anything against Bianca. I think she's fantastic and was a great champion, but it was very clear her fans were getting a little bit tired of her. So either turn a heel or give us a little bit of a break. And if she come back after giving us a break, just straight into that same um, kind of spot by being a champion, I think it would have been a bad move. That might still happen in the future, but it doesn't look like where this part, this story is going to kind of grow out of the Bianca part of it. It looks like what's happening next is going to be more about EO Sky uh, moving elsewhere. Will that be against her buddy Bailey? Of course, we saw the return of Kyrie Sane, and it was incredible. Again, mm. Sludge Sports called it on the stream, on the watch along, said it minutes before it happened, and we couldn't believe it actually happened. But yeah, we <laughs> did have the return. Of Kyrie Sane, an, an incredible performer who I'm very glad to see back. And the interesting thing about this, Rob, was that they really played into Bailey looking shocked and being like, what the heck? Like, I'm supposed to be the leader of this group and I don't know what's going on here. So, is this a scenario where she kind of kicks out Bailey? Is this a scenario where um, she tries to get Dakota, sorry, get Kyrie to join? Uh, Dakota, is she torn? Or does uh, EO Sky just leave damage control when it becomes a two-on-two situation? So much to unpack here. So much to talk yep. about with the match itself. Um, but first of all, what are your thoughts on the old uh, Bailey situation here? Um, it could go so many different ways, man. So many different ways. I mean, you could have, yeah, DKW Kyrie saying, Woo. I mean, we pop for it big time Yeah. Um, on the stream. Uh, as Sludge said, Kyrie saying, and then we weren't thinking it was going to happen. Then she was there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> great moment on our uh, on the stream. I don't know, man. A part of me thinks it's it's a good move. Obviously, her coming back is fantastic. What do we do with her? What do they do with her? They line her up with uh, like in the position she's in with AL Sky, 
now what? That's that's my thing. Like, do we get the thing with Bailey and then kicking her out or something like that? Or do we get all four of them? Um, yeah. Another thing that I was going to say was, what about if they was able to get rid of Bailey? Then the next move was to get rid of Dakota Kai um, and then were to bring in Oscar. So then three of them would be like a dominant because they've gone at it back and forth between. I mean, two of them were like the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. So it's not like they don't know each other, yeah, and then that would that would kind of set something up. Yeah. But I don't. I don't no, know. It, it I mean, could be like a little split in the faction, and she goes elsewhere. Yeah, and and forms a new one. Um, I mean, it, the only thing I could say would be Bailey leaves. Um, Bailey, or Bailey gets kicked out. Yeah, and then from that we get a face Bailey, but I don't. Oh man, is it the time? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, she's she's doing well as a heel. Yeah, um, I just I don't know. Um, in the comments, we've got Barry joining us again with a CMMM. I'm assuming uh, in reference to oh, here we go, Punk with a double uh, as well. Uh, CM Punk didn't show up. Still a chance again. All the rumors are out there, of course, about Survivor Series, especially with it being in um, Chicago. He says it's a clubber in time, man. The chance are back, man. It will be a wild year if it ends with CM Punk back in the WWE. Of course, we'll be touching on that, I'm sure, in more deal to, in detail as we head towards Survivor Series, where uh, at the moment it seems silly. But I know on the night, man, we're all going to be thinking it's a possibility. Uh, Barry says 21 days. He is back. Counting down the days. I can see your avatar there is the CM Punk logo as well. So uh, I mean, surely, surely your avatar should be the Flash with the name Barry Allen. I mean, come on now. I mean, who are you trying to kid? <laughs> <laughs> the Flash is a fan of CM Punk. But um, yeah, we'll be back, of course, covering the Survivor Series in depth as we do. Uh, we'll try and get all of our regular podcasts out. So we're talking the preview and prediction show. And uh, our build-up show on the night of the event where we talk about all the latest rumours and stuff like that. Get yourselves and ourselves hyped up for it. Uh, we won't have a watch-along for that one because it is a, a tougher time for us here in the UK. But we will hopefully come back with a, um, a recap and review. Uh, Barry says, yeah, ha-ha. Uh, <laughs> I dis- uh, oh, I changed it for uh, before weeks. Okay. Right. Wow. Let's, uh, let's get back into the show, guys. Uh, it's, um, again... The women's we're talking about here. Well, first of all, let's wrap up on the, on the women. So, uh, again, we might see a split in kind of uh, teams here. But what did you Maybe. think of the match overall? It was good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I think if there was ever a time that you really needed interference and needed to have a shock factor, it was done so well in this. I mean, yeah. just seeing Kyrie saying the way she was dressed, that attire, and I do hope she keeps it. I know, yeah. obviously, it's Saudi, so they have to be completely covered. But man, being a heel, yeah, like up that, a look, yeah, because the pirate thing was cool, but it, it doesn't really fit. You know, this what seems to be a, a heel version of her character now. So yeah, that um, really suits us. So uh, yeah. I'm hoping she keeps at least that look. Maybe she modifies it. With, yeah, cuts yeah. the arms down or something like that. But yeah, yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I think the match itself though, really good. Mm. Um, they delivered. It got a bit slow though. Yeah. Um, at times it did get a bit slow, but. Towards the end, and for some reason, a lot of these matches in this show, towards the end, yeah. it really picked up. Definitely. Again, um, it's that kind of main event WWE style, isn't it? But um, yeah. yeah, Kyrie, um, 
coming in was probably the biggest part of it. But where does Bianca go next will be interesting as well. We talked about earlier on when we were covering it. Uh, I can't remember if it was on the build-up or the watch-along, but essentially you were telling me about how BFAB had gone up to Lashley in the Street Profits and Montez gave her a, a bit of a look. Will we go into the direction of BFAB going after um, you know, I, I was assuming if Bianca had won the title, but maybe uh, just a few between the two anyway. It'd be interesting to see uh, if we do go anywhere uh, with yeah. those kind of players as far as um, Bianca's uh, next feud as well. Let's get into our kind of, I guess, semi-main event here with Damian Priest uh, going up against Cody Rose. Uh, a bit strange, as I said, on the stream that we didn't just have a tag title match. I mean, you've literally just lost your title to this man and you decide, you know what, I don't want to return match. I don't want uh, another shot on my titles. I just want you, mate, just you. That kind of didn't make any sense to me, <laughs> but it felt like it was surely just about giving Cody kind of, well, the fans Cody, you know, and Cody was great in the match. Uh, again, another one that started out slow, but really picked up at the end. Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, to win was predicted by Dan, Lucas and myself. Rob, you went for Damian Priest. Uh, what do you think with, uh, you know, with regards to this outcome? I can see the outcome. It makes sense. It does make sense. But because they've said it, because we said this, I literally said to you, because uh, you said, would I change my outcome now when we was watching a match? I was like, well, yeah. before the match, we didn't know. Well, when we made the predictions, we didn't know what was happening. Then during this show, Priest got his briefcase stolen by Sami Zayn. Yeah. So... The minute we said that, I, I was like, well, Cody's going to win then. because Yeah, and I started to switch that maybe Priest would win, yeah. Yeah. So um, would I have changed it after we knew what was happening? Yes. However, I don't know. I mean, the idea of Cody winning, yeah, great, Cody wins. But now what? Again, yeah. it's, it's always that thing for me is, so you win the feud. Yeah. Well, what's next? Like, why are you getting thrown into another just random feud that you built up over a couple of weeks? Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess you could wrong. argue... That this is a long-term thing with with the blood, not the bloodline. Sorry, the the Judgment Day. Judgment and I do Day. think that's yeah. where we're going to go at War Games, and I think that will be great. Judgment Day versus Cody and friends, basically, will will be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the one-on-one aspect to this was just a little confusing. Um, and of course, everybody came out anyway. Uh, you yeah. saw that incredible running by Jay hitting that super kick. Uh, and then another, and then another. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah. JD McDonough, of course, getting involved as well. Uh, Finn Balor. Yeah. Moving forward, obviously, we've got Survivor Series. What if they kind of switched it up a little with, and obviously, it'd have to be from both both sides of the brand, but mm-hmm. we get a full judgment day. Um, I think I might, I think I might, they might be all on the same brand. Um, but you get a full judgment day, but with yeah. Drew. Because that they flirted at that earlier, yep. uh-huh. the Judgment Day and Drew. So the three, the four guys, yeah, and Drew. So that'll make the five. And then on the opposite side, we get Seth, Sammy, Cody, Jay Uso, and like oh God, I'm trying to think who else would be involved. Kevin in Owens could come back. Kevin Owens, maybe, because Kevin Owens is always like that special person that kind of just turns up, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, especially for like war games or something like. That. But I feel yeah, like that would be. Good. That would be kind of something they could do because then that way it gives all them guys something to do. But then if Roman isn't going to be there, surely the title, the, do you know what I mean? The title needs to be on the line. Yeah, or I think the risk. Not. Yeah, I mean, the risk is that if you put Seth in that match and Drew in that match and you don't have a separate match, then yeah, it's having all the big players in the one match and it kind of weakens the rest of the card. 
Um, yeah. I think Gunther needs to be defending on that show, um, if that's the case. And he needs to anyway. He hasn't had a, if, uh, a match on if they on were the to do in a that, while. I think if they were to do that, that would be the pre-main event. And I think Gunther should main event with the IC. Wow. That would be big. That would be big, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, a decent match that, again, started slow, but really picked up in the end. A lot of shenanigans, but you kind of expect it with this kind of match. Yep. Um, but hey, I enjoyed it. Let us know in the comments, guys, what do you think of the show, whether you're watching live or on demand here on YouTube, or if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We mentioned it uh, a few uh, weeks ago. We have now um, arrived on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you mm-hmm. want to kind of suggest us to your friends who don't watch YouTube, but maybe do uh, like wrestling podcasts. So uh, let them know uh, all about it. Um, let's start moving into uh, the main event, though. Um, it was a big one, Rob. And we were saying all along the big, big concern was that it could bury LA Knight. And I've got to be honest, I think they pulled it off quite well. It wasn't the greatest main event. It wasn't the most convincing main event. And I was hoping there'd be more times where I was like, you know what? They got me there. I genuinely thought it might happen. Because all week I've been like, ah, it won't. But as I said, when the match started, man, I was just like, ah, I don't, I'm not that excited because I don't buy it at all. Um, There are a few moments that I got close, uh, but I've been way closer with with other people, essentially, in other kind of matches for for Roman style. Um, But it doesn't mean it was a bad match. It doesn't mean it wasn't enjoyable. It was just very predictable. I don't think it was as damaging to LA Knight than it could have been. Um, Mm. We mentioned on the stream how there was a foot under the rope, yet Jimmy put his foot on the rope. So he took his leg uh, from out under the rope. Yeah, it was a bit unfortunate. It was was a bit weird. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but we we get what the story was supposed to be there that they were telling. Um, Mm -hmm. LA Knight, I think, looks good in the sense that he was screwed, but not in your normal kind of way of like like there was interference, but it weren't your typical thing of uh, someone's knocked out, you know, the rest been knocked down or something like that. It was just like, he was distracted and yeah. it got on top of him. And, but you can still say he was screwed without us going, Oh, not again. We did kind of think that this could be the time where Ava shows up. Um, it wasn't to be, I do think that's a possibility going forward. Again, if you want to see us talk about that more in depth, check out our build up stream. And also on this very channel, we've got a short on here where we talked about with Skillet a few months ago and how we think uh, the rock could factor into that storyline. Yeah. Uh, but overall, Rule, mate. Presentation of this match and presentation of LA Knight. What do you think of uh, Crown Jewel? Yeah, I guess, I guess that kind of <laughs> answers it. Um, no, it was good, man. Uh, presentation of LA Knight, solid. Um, there's moments where you really do see how over he is, and all he's doing is just it gives a facial expression. Yeah. But at the same time, I was saying the same thing about Roman. How how good he is visually yeah. with, with his facial cues when he's on the cam- when the camera's on him and he and he talks in a specific way and mm. talks the crowd down to shut them up and he controls the ring like he really controls the mm-hmm. whole thing when it's going on um so props to roman for that like it's not easy to do especially as a heel as well it's even harder to do yeah um so yeah i mean the finish dodgy finish um but from a distraction i get it um obviously LA Knight was kind of distracted, sidetracked, dealing with Jay Uso. Jimmy. Um, oh, sorry, Jimmy Uso. Um, <laughs> so by the time he'd kind of dealt with that, then he got speared. So he's not yeah. like he had time to prepare for what was happening because yeah. he got in, got speared, got rolled in, got speared again. Mm. So it was a nice, nice way to kind of end it. 
Um, I think they tried their best to protect him as well, didn't they? We said on commentary, they were saying, you know, this shows LA Knight belongs here and he was screwed and all this kind of stuff. So they did well with that. Yeah, and Roman didn't kick out the BFT, which is another thing. Yeah, that's good. That protected his, his finisher, but still kind of gave yeah, us that yeah. so, belief uh, that could the leg happen. was on the rope. Yeah, that's a so, great point, actually. I don't think, again, we touched on it quite a bit already. I don't think it will be LA Knight that does it. I think that was the issue with this, is that they kind of, you know, got something going there anyway. But as I said as well, I think they probably just thought, look, it's hard not to cash in on this popularity of LA Knight. We might never get this. He might not be winning the title, but we might never get to do this again. So uh, let's give Roman something to do and let's kind of strike while it kind of irons hot as well. So yeah. um, it was good. And I do hope that now we see LA win a mid-card title. It does feel odd going for the main titles and then stepping back to do that. That's the only kind of issue here. But uh, I want him to do that because I don't think he'll win the Royal Rumble unless he goes after the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, but then it depends who's got it, man. It needs to be a, fate, a hill. Yeah, and if he's man, not gonna, if he's not gonna, then it's, again, I've I'm, mentioned I'm telling before, you, we, I think we were discussing tough. it. When we did we discuss it? Was it before the, the PLE or maybe during when we were talking about it on the build-up, LA Knight is going after the US title. Yeah, that's what I mean. I hope it is, and I hope he's distracted enough to not be in the Rumble match, because again, the, the Rumble will suck if it's for the fans booing um, like a Daniel Bryan moment, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want the tease that he could do it. Like, Money in the Bank was risky enough, you know, for him to not win that. So if he doesn't, like, by the time he gets to the Rumble, if things keep going the way they are, people are going to really expect him to win it. And if they don't have a good plan for him to then go on and do something beyond that, I mean, I guess he could win it and then go and not win the title, but I don't think he's going to WrestleMania to, to lose. And I, and I do think um, if if he did against Roman, then fans would really, really have an issue with it at the end of WrestleMania. I, if LA Knight goes in, Putting himself, getting himself put in, or then putting him in at number one, number two, number three. Yeah. Like first five, great. Um, let him go a bit of distance. Logan Paul comes out. He's in a rumble. Yeah. Set that seed because they've already had it before. They've had it in the Money in the Bank. They've had, yeah. you know, they've they've had confrontations. Mm. So set the seed. Let it go there, and then LA Knight gets eliminated by Logan. Yeah, I guess if you've got Logan, the temptation is to put him in the Rubble match because he's an attraction and it's great for that, isn't it? Like when Bad Bunny's been in it, Logan being in the Money in the Bank. So, Cause cause I, was just, I was just wondering if that's too long and maybe Logan should be losing the title at the Royal Rumble because it's kind of marquee event, marquee match as well. But maybe not. And that's the way, again, to get a layout of that match. Um, but yeah, that can kind of help soften the blow, I think. And I do think, yeah, as we said, there is that seed already. And I think that is a, a ready-made storyline they could easily hop back into and gives that's the right thing to do because eventually Logan needs to lose that title and and yeah. someone like LA and I mean what a run that title would have had you know as much as we said Ray's reign weren't amazing um to go from Rey Mysterio as, as a legend to Logan Paul who's kind of going to get a, a lot of eyes on the product to then the biggest kind of up-and-coming megastar as he says yeah. um in LA night I think that'd be a fantastic little run for the, for the and company. it'll be a good pop because you'll get a Wrestlemania moment out of that there you go. Um, but yeah, that kind of brings us towards the end of the stream, guys. Really do hope you've uh, enjoyed it today. Uh, I have. Uh, Rob, I hope you have as well. It's been a, a long but enjoyable day. Again, we started live 
nearly seven hours ago. Can you believe it, Rob? We've been streaming for nearly a, seven hours. It's a full shift, isn't it? How much uh, no, is that? How much I'm I'll let you know off here. Uh, but it's uh, <laughs> no, it's been a really good time, man. Um, thanks, thanks for joining me for throughout. And um, yeah, the build-up show again. If you haven't seen it already, I know it's about previewing the event, but a big part of it is just going off on those tangents. So if you want to hear us kind of talk in depth about some of the things we were referring to in this stream, uh, then I encourage you to go and do that on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, please subscribe if you want more content like this. We'll have uh, things like review podcasts, uh, previews and predictions, news podcasts coming your way uh, over the next few weeks as well. Of course, heading towards Survivor Series, a big, big mm-hmm. PLE to uh, to kind of get excited about there as well. It's been a great year for PLEs and I can't wait for them to kind of pack it off with Survivor Series and then potentially a December one, although we haven't really heard anything about one uh, just yet. And of course, we didn't. I don't think we got one last year either. But either way, Survivor Series should be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how the cards start shaping up between now and then. Uh, so I was going to say, they didn't do a December one last year, but they done day one, didn't they? Which was January. No, day one wasn't even last year either. That was like the was it before. not last year? Yeah, no, no. I, I oh, my days. Day one as well, so. Bro, I, I thought that was last year. No, it was the year before, because that was when the title scene just went crazy because of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to happen. So with, like, Brock and Roman, the whole kind of thing changed going on Bobby towards... Oh, OK, yeah, I remember Yeah, that. towards WrestleMania uh, the previous year. So there we go. Um, yeah, it's been great again. So uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Not only do we have our wrestling podcasts on this channel, we have interviews with wrestlers as well. So plenty of... Uh, archive content to go back and check out uh, and in the future of course we'll be covering uh, more wwe aew uh, and a little bit of tna and ring of honor and new japan here and there as well so thank you very much for those that join us on every single one of our streams especially uh, but even if you hopped in and out for five or ten minutes here and there we really do appreciate it we are trying to grow this channel uh, and uh, it's going pretty well thanks to you out there that have kind of stuck with us from the very beginning and uh, i saw we had a decent amount of new subscribers on our youtube today so thank you all so yeah. much for that our new covers we appreciate yeah but of course our old school heads uh we are um very much in your kind of debt as well we, we really do uh, appreciate you coming along with us yeah just shy of 600 subscribers man that's there we go man yeah, we're getting there we're getting there that's it yeah so um let's uh let's wrap up here guys and um let's uh be back i guess talking wrestling in a few days time uh we're trying our best to do more podcasts guys uh, again not just have it as reviews and uh, uh predictions but just talking about the news as well so anytime there's a big story we'll try our best to go live for you and um other than that again plenty of other content on our channel to kind of have a look into including uh, our review of a house show that we went to recently uh if you want to know what happened at that wembley show uh we've got that covered and uh, again, big thank you to WWE for inviting us down to that one as well. Um, but I've been Scott. This one over here has been Rob. Have you got anything to say before we get out of here, mate? Uh, I need a coffee. <laughs> there we go. It's been a long shift. And yep. uh, we thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you on the next one. Welcome to the Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Channel. On this channel, we bring you some great content from inside and outside of the squared circle. We will go through and offer some in-depth analysis of the biggest events of the year, as well as bringing you exclusive interviews with some of the industry's biggest names. There will also be live show reviews, in-depth features, and podcasts. So make sure you give that subscribe button a slam so you don't miss any of the action.